The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Hi, I'm Janine, and you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Okay, mention the name Betsy Johnson, and almost every woman from the age 15 to 75 can recall a favorite dress or outfit of hers, whether worn for a prom, a wedding, or just to stand out from the crowd in a colorful style unlike anyone else's. So some may remember Betsy best as a renegade single mom who palled around with Edie Sedgwick, Twiggy, and the Velvet Underground. They may also know her as a woman who built an empire from scratch, or even as a celebrity contestant on Dancing with the Stars. Others are familiar with her as the designer who brought stretch clothing to the masses in the 80s and 90s. She's also famous for her iconic pink stores. In 2011, she had 65 shops across the United States, and for her habit of closing out her runway shows with a signature split or cartwheel. Throughout her decades-long career, she's taken pride in producing exciting but rule-breaking clothing at an accessible price all while running her own company. In her new book, Betsy, a Memoir, the iconic designer and businesswoman cartwheels off the page into a lively retelling of her life and career, revealing what it took to go from a white picket fence childhood in Connecticut to an internationally known force in the fashion world. It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Betsy Johnson. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so excited that you're my neighbor. I've heard of Irvine. Oh, you have? (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm new to Malibu, like three years new okay. to Malibu, and I know that Irvine is somewhere around here. It's in Orange County, or just uh, south of L.A. Orange County. Yes. Oh, oh, down south. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's so funny. I tend to go up north more. I don't know why. I don't drive, so the idea of the traffic and uh, da 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 I know. Oh, so Betsy, i got to share something with you. I went to Syracuse, and I'm from Connecticut. Oh, my gosh. We must be... Are we sisters? <laughs> Wowie. Oh, wait. One more thing. What, what part of Connecticut? Okay, Stamford, Connecticut, and my dad... Oh, I know it well. My dad worked at 1407 Broadway, so as I'm reading your book, I'm going... You're kidding. That no. was where I worked my first job. I know. I know. 1407. 1407 oh Broadway. Oh, my God. Yeah. Was he in the garment center? Yes, he was. He had a, a company called uh, Montego Bay and Born Free, and he made women's sportswear. And his, um, in Brooklyn, he had his uh, factory. Wowie. Yes. In the good old days, In the good right? old days, yes. Where we made things domestically. I and, know. Wow. And that was, was that more like 70s? Where yes. This new fashion, this new 60s. Yes. That was, yeah, great. A great zone. I want to ask you, when you were younger, did you always feel like you were going to have this entrepreneurial spirit? I mean, where did that come from? No, no never, never, never did really? I dream. I didn't know what I was going to be or do. But you know this weird, funny thing? It's funny. Um, I wanted to be a dancer. Da, 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 you probably mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I always swore. Out of the blue, spoiled kid that I was, I always swore I would write my name neatly. <laughs> I love the way you write your name. Autograph. Isn't that weird? I love it. I signed my autographs. I was going to write neatly. And then, I don't know, it, my my writing was so 
cornball, left-handed, you know, round and mm -hmm. weird, um, that in the 80s I felt I needed to come up with a new signature, and that became this funny kind of punky writing I was I like doing, it. where it was mostly printing and stuff. Yeah. So now, I mean, I'm so glad because I can print Betsy real easily, but you know when the bank won't let me do any of my real signature, they, they only will take my high school written, scrolly, swirly signature. <laughs> Interesting. Anyway, I, it was weird that in my head, I was always going to sign mm -hmm. autographs neatly. Yeah. And I didn't know what I was going to sign for. Amazing. But an indication, I think, way back then, I should have known something was going to happen. Something. So, Betsy, at what point did you decide to write this memoir? Because you really paint the picture of all the steps you took and where how it led you where you are. So when did you decide to write this? I never decided. Oh. I, writing a book... I did get some hits and interest for a book in the mid-80s, and I just felt, no, I need every penny to open a new store. I can't mm -hmm. devote any money to a book. And you have to pay. You know, you get an advance, but you do have to pay right. for, you know, your photo credits and your, your writer. Anyway, this guy that worked in my company for about eight years, he was the receptionist, Mark. He knows we are such great friends, and he writes. He mm -hmm. wants to be a writer. And he just was determined to get me to write this book. It took him about a year to talk me into it. That was three years ago. Amazing. And then he connected me to an agent and then we'd see the publishers and Viking made a nice offer. Mm -hmm. And there we were. Amazing. Okay, Mark, what do we do next? And he just, I'd tape record or fly him out to L.A., or I'd be in New York, and he'd talk with me all on tape, and then he'd go back to his little apartment um, downtown in the village and do the writing. So we connected every, every three weeks or so, either here or there, and we, we made a rough outline, and that was kind of it. I just mm -hmm. tried to remember everything I could, but... I really wanted it to be a helpful book, an inspiring book. Definitely is. A, um, you know, not a how-to, but I just wanted, and I really did it for my customers. I didn't think anyone else in the world would be interested in a fashion book. or. But it's amazing. I'm, I'm getting a coverage from a lot of you guys, and yeah. I had no idea so many people knew me wore my clothes, and now I, I had no idea people would like what my life's been like. But you have a very, very interesting journey. Life, no, not, it's not so normal. <laughs> well, it's, it's got its categories, but I, I think everybody has their own life of their yeah. ups and their downs and their struggles, and, you know, I was really blessed help by having these blinders I would put on my face all the time to keep the, you know, keep the traffic out of my way and just kind of focus on full speed ahead. But I like how you stood up to people. 
Let me just interject this for a second. I like how you stood up to people and said, this is what I want. I want to be left alone. I want to design my clothes. I want my name on the label at a young I age. I, I love that. I had the balls to do that. I love that. But do you know that Chantal and I, my dear friend, best business partner, we never had a... We never had a business lunch with anybody. (laughs) I never had any connections. I mean, I like that. I am living proof you can do it if you just work at it. Yes. And um, I was and still am very much a loner. I worked out of my loft, and Chantal worked out of the little showroom we had, and I, I I wasn't on a buyer schedule or, no, I didn't have to sell my clothes to anyone in the beginning. They just were carried by this one uptown, crazy 1960s London esky. Mary Quant was in the store. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Kahn, Paco Rabanne, the guy that used to put mirrors together, link them together and make dresses. Um, it, I was part of the whole new gig that happened after Eisenhower and the mid-60s, the Beatles, the LSD, one thing I could not have the time to indulge in, unfortunately, but I think at my age, I don't think it's time to experiment with (laughs) LSD. (laughs) I caught us walking on the moon. I, I, I caught the experience of Wow, I didn't think I was that weird. Other people like my clothes, too. You know, I always felt if I could make it, anyone could make it, because I'm the girl next door, and I just wanted my neighbors to like my clothes. And they did. It was just like a huge chunk of luck thrown in with, well, underneath it all, you really have to work hard. There's I was going to no say that. that. Yeah. And you really have to put yourself out there to try and get what you want because if it isn't what you really want how hard are you going to work at it but it was less corporate back then so i mean when when we went when we were bought by the madden corporation thank god out of bankruptcy Mm -hmm. um it was very hard for me to work within the corporate structure i just i never had a boss i never i i just Mm. about two or three years to be happy within that situation because I just I I I it was not mine it was my work and inspiration for the design teams I've been working for but it was night and day from having my own company right and doing exactly what I wanted and I think you have to have talent in the category you have to bring something to the category you have to you have to fill some slot mm-hmm. and there weren't any clothes around for me in high school and I, I, I don't know so I just sewed my own clothes all the time so did my mother I yeah. mean everybody sewed and so it was a very familiar easy category for me to go into M- much more comfortable than this book <laughs> I'm so glad this book is getting a great response all by itself. It's fantastic. Not not even on a bookshelf. Yeah. It's just so, We're all virtual. Oh, I was so sad when the tour got canceled. 
I wanted to ask you about that. Are you, is there going to be a reschedule at some point, a postponement of the book they tour? want to. Oh, good. Really want to when this is all over and said and done. Okay. I'll um, be there. I want to come. I was going to be on the road for three weeks. Whoa. And yeah. where are you from again? I grew oh, up you're at, from California. Well, no. I grew, I up, would, I grew up in Manhattan. At East 86th Street, which you mentioned in the book, I think. And then I lived in Stanford, but I live here in Orange County. In Orange County. Yeah. Yep. But How, I was going to do an appearance. What is that place? In L.A. Two, in, in L.A. somewhere. Right. Okay. Bookstore, and then Newport Beach in a oh. bookstore. Okay. And then a couple of people in Malibu want to give me a little book signing appearance thing, which I love the idea of because Malibu is too tiny sure. to really sell books in. But it is my hometown right now. So. Yeah. It, maybe they'll postpone it. Yeah, we will postpone it. Good. Because what the, what it's, this damn virus has taught me with the book is it's good any old time. Yeah, that's it, true. Yeah. It's just, it, it kind of reminds me of why I'm still around. There was something I think very timeless about my work. If you can see underneath all the flowers and the sequins and the hoop-de-doo, um, we made everything in solid black. I don't think that most customers caught that. They were more driven to the color and the pattern and the stripes and the flowers, but um, I'm still wearing my old stuff from the 70s. That's great. Sweaters from the 70s. Timeless. I finally learned how to buckle down and lose some weight. <laughs> I still fit in my old size small clothes. I love it. Which is a huge achievement. But, um, yeah, we're going to kick in the tour. Good, good. I do appearances every year with my Macy's and Dillard's and the, the major department stores, Nordstrom's, the major stores that okay. I sell in. But now I guess everything is online. Yes, it is. Total. Everything, online. the is whole that world. Sign of the future is Macy's going to get up and running again. I pray. I hope so. Oh, I know all our orders were canceled for spring and summer, and that's huge because it's I know it's relative. I mean, Steve has a big company. Steve Madden, he has yeah, lay off a lot of people. I'm furloughed, mm-hmm. which means that I'm laid off until we're up and running again. Okay. So that's a new experience. Of course. I thought I'd be furloughed. Furloughed. So it, I'd rather be fired than furloughed. It means something is really wrong and you can't function. Yeah. And something has to be figured out before you can function. Sure. And I just hope everybody's staying home. Well, absolutely. I know I'm here. We, I know we have to stay home. Yeah. We have to. Oh, I know. It's cabin fever and beyond. I know. You go outside, walk the streets. You have to get out. I know we have to wrap up, Betsy. I don't mean to cut you short. I want to ask you if you have a website or some information you want to share with the listeners, how to find you. Hey, you know, I just created okay. my own Instagram. Good. Um, it's not fancy dance, but it's highly personal totally me. I don't sell shoes. I don't sell pocketbooks online. It's called, I, the only name I could get is, I am Betsy Johnson. I think I have 500 followers. Okay. I'm going to get on <laughs> there. Nobody will announce it. I had my half a million followers. So you can look me up on, Bet- on I am 
Betsy Johnson. And I would love to do chit-chats and Good. figure out how to do communications through my vehicle, which is much more personal That's great. than what I'm able to do within the company. You should even do a Zoom a, call. A what? You should do a Zoom call, like a video call where you um, do some on-camera no. conversations. No? She comes in a couple hours every day, and she knows how to do all that. Okay. I think that would be fun. Today I Zoomed with 25 of my family people, which was wonderful because we can't get all of us. Right. 25 people together for Christmas anymore. So I would love Claudia to figure out how to do that. That would be that great. That means people can call into me. Yes. They can follow me, but it can be real. It can be real. Live. Yes. That would be so fun. I'm going to follow you because... Oh, every day? Yeah. I would love that. I think it would be great because you have a big, you know, fan base. I just took a picture of my leopard print Betsy Johnson pants and your book, and I posted on Instagram, but now I know the correct Instagram. I will find you. Oh, geez. You're, you're chopping up all over the place. So much for Malibu self-service. So much for being excited about the book, promoting <laughs> it, and... Thank you, thank you. All right, stay well. And you be well. You too. Well and indoors. All right, take care, Betsy. Congratulations. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.